Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Paris. Hey, everybody. So I'm excited for today's guest today. Her name is Anita. She is gorgeous. She is from Rio, Brazil. She has new music out, and she is just killing it in every way possible. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm great. How are you? We're good. Just here in LA and uh, beautiful weather. Where are you? I'm in Miami. It's so hot in Miami right now. Summer is coming. I'm going there next week for the Bitcoin conference, so I'm excited to go to that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a Bitcoin conference here. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to Paris to kind of tell you what's going on in the city you're in. That's, she knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best. Yeah, I'm going to be DJing at 11 this Thursday. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. DJing at the Bitcoin conference? DJing at 11? That's <laughs> a night. It's like a dream night. <laughs> yes. But you should go. You guys should uh, have yourselves a night in Miami. I mean, unfortunately, next week I'm going to be in Brazil. I need to go there for, for work stuff. But oh my God, that would be the night. Yes. <laughs> How often do you go back and forth? Um, it's kind of tough right now because of COVID. So they have some restrictions for traveling. So I need to go and then I need to spend like 15 days in another country to come back here. It's kind of, mm. kind of trouble. It's not that easy, but like my family and all my things are there. So I don't see them in like three months. It's a, it's a 
long time and I need to see them to just check some work stuff and then I come back again. Nice. So tell everyone where you're from and how you got into this industry. So I'm from Brazil, uh, originally Rio de Janeiro. That's like the place I come from is like, um, from the hoods is like, do you know what is a favela? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I come from a place like that and I started, it was always my dream to sing. And I was, I, I used to sing that when I learned everything about music was on the church with my grandfather and my family. And then, um, I started to sing to perform it in these favelas parties, parties at the streets and the hoods and everything. And then things started to get big and big and big. And after I got like really, really big in my country, I said, okay, I like challenges. I like doing different things and, and challenge myself into stuff that people usually say that it's impossible and very hard, very difficult. So everybody told me that international career is like very hard for Brazilians because like everybody tells me nowadays, like, oh no, but it's easy because Latin music is popping right now. So it's okay. But like Brazil is very different from the countries that speak Spanish. We speak Portuguese. It's a completely different culture. So I started to learn Spanish and learn the cultures of the music and all these countries. And then I started to try it. It was nice. Yes. It was nice. This humongous challenge of becoming an international superstar. It was nice. <laughs> I know because it's because it's very tough. Because like in Brazil, I had all of this already. Like all my career, singing for millions and millions of people. I had an audience for like five million people once. It's like insane. And then you come to another market, and you need to start from the zero again. Even if you're already used to like thousands and millions of people in your concert. So starting over, it's like, it's hard. It's not, I can't say it's bad because it doesn't look <laughs> nice to say it's bad. So I say it's nice. <laughs> yeah. You, I've watched some of your earlier videos. I was like, just preparing to talk to you and your English has gotten so much better over the course of the last few years. And I'm sure your Spanish as well. Are there any yeah. words that are still really hard for you to say in English? Um, so it's it's very hard for me, like, because uh, I'm always going through a lot of a lot of language. Like right now, I'm singing in in Italian too. I have a song in Italian that went great in Italy. Then I have wow. oh, hi. <laughs> my dog, my dog just jumped into the interview. That's it. Yes. I have this other song in France in French that I'm doing. So going through a lot of different languages is very hard, and in Spanish, like. For me to imitate the accent, and I try to don't, I try to cut my Brazilian accent as much as I can. So it's very hard. I, I don't know. It's I just like to keep studying and improving, you know. And I, now I'm dating, and and he's American, so he he teaches me when I'm saying something wrong. He teaches me like with my accent. But usually, I used to just change boyfriends for whatever language I wanted to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to learn French. I started dating a French guy. If I wanted to wanted to learn um, Puerto Rican accent, I started dating a guy from Puerto Rica and from Colombia. You know. And then I <laughs> if you ever want a Valley Boy accent, let me know. I got you for Cal Southern California. You know. <laughs> I 
mean, my boyfriend is from New York. He's teaching me some stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> the East Coast is good. It's a good accent to learn for for us. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I think it's an easy way to learn. You have fun while you're learning. Right? <laughs> in the Latin in the Latin world, people always ask me, "Oh, you your Spanish is so much better. What did you do?" And I was like, "I was just dating a lot of people." <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Oh, since I moved to here, when I moved here to Miami, he was the first person I met. Wow. How do you meet people as an international superstar? How did you meet him? So in Brazil, it's very hard for me to meet people. I just slide through DMs. I used to slide through DMs and just try to for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> But here, here was like, I have more like a regular normal life. And I just met him in a friend's house. So it was okay. And I, yeah, it was a regular meeting. Just said hi across in the, in the friend's house. But in Brazil, it's very hard. But in Brazil, you would slide into their DMs? Like what, you just find like the biggest superstar that you, if you found attractive and you would just slide in? Yeah, so in Brazil, if I'm, I mean, I don't go out in Brazil that much. It's very hard for me to do it. So, and I'm all, I'm always working. And um, so, what I do if I fit, if I, what I used to do, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but not somebody was interested. I just used to say hi. Let's date. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Easy like that. <laughs> so are you a fast to settle down type of person? Like, do you like getting into a, a relationship with someone pretty quickly? Or do you like the dating for a little while? And I mean, I, I would love to date for a little while, but sometimes I can't. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes I get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> are you the same way? Um, before I was engaged, yes. I would just get sick of guys so quickly because I would, yeah. I, it's like, I would just That's be bored. Smart. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just. I always people. find it's a thing that I'm not happy about, and then I'm like, Ugh. yeah, and then it's like you just can't stand them anymore. There's also this. Mm -hmm. There's this thing that someone told me. It was a girl that uh, was like a dating expert, and she's just a friend of mine. She said there's a problem in LA and in Miami and in New York. There's just so much option available that it's hard to settle down because there's always somebody else who's ready to date who doesn't have that problem that you just saw, which is why people in the Midwest and people in other countries are able to settle down a lot faster than us in these metropolises. That's a good point. You need to be focused. That's something <laughs> <laughs> you need to be focused because it's so many people. You just gotta oh. make sure you love your, <laughs> make sure you love your person. So you don't get distracted, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's probably easier now that there's a pandemic. So there's like not a lot of places to go and you're not traveling every second. So it's easier to focus on someone probably. Yeah. Who yeah. is your, who is your celebrity crush? Since you can't, you can slide into almost anyone's DMs now and yours is going to the top of the request folder. Who is your celebrity crush and have you reached out Nobody. to Nobody. My boyfriend is the best person. I know. I don't even think about other people anymore. It's crazy. We'll wait. We'll wait till you have to learn a new accent and then we'll see if you, don't if there's, a new, if there's a new guy. <laughs> wait till she has to learn just like Russian or something. And there'll be like a big, like <laughs> boxer from Russia. She'll be dating Vladimir Putin in no time. <laughs> oh my God. That's 
Yes. So I'm sad I didn't get to go to Aspen for a music video because you asked me and said, I want you to come and go skiing in bikinis. And I wanted to go so bad, but I was working. How did that go? That was so good. I mean, I like to, I like to enjoy my work. Like usually in the past, I was very up to like, I was very dependent on numbers and charts and results. And nowadays I'm more relaxed. Like after I reached a bunch of goals in my life and I got everything that I wanted, like I sang with everything, everybody I wanted to sing. I performed in all the places I wanted. Then I stopped having this thing in my mind, like, oh, numbers, charts. I think this industry is, is too much about competition and they compare a lot of like people and artists and everything. And uh, I used to be like that. And nowadays I just take advantage of my work to have fun. So that's what I did this time. I was releasing this music video that I recorded in the snow, skiing with my friends and bikinis and having the best time. So what I do nowadays is just try to mix both things, like fun with work. And I try to make sure I have fun while I'm working because otherwise I would just retire. Yeah, life is too short. <laughs> so how yeah. was it freezing? Like, I, I can't imagine being in a, a bikini in the snow and skiing. No, it was, it was fine. I think that when, when we were excited, <laughs> and we were drinking we were taking shots that make it easy oh that helps <laughs> and also when you're exercising you feel warm a little bit so it's fine it was not that cold it's crazy because we just interviewed chelsea handler who went skiing naked so this is like a theme for our guest mm -hmm. really yeah. yeah she does it every year <laughs> oh my god naked it's a lot yeah it's a lot. They shut down the mountain, I think, for Chelsea at this point, because I think she does it every year and they don't want kids around. But I'm sure you could do that. You could shut down a mountain, go out with your friends and do that. No, my bikini is already, is already short enough. It's very short. It's very small. Yeah, it's definitely different weather than Rio. Mm -hmm. I love Rio. I had so much fun going out there just for Carnival and for like Fashion Week. You've been in Rio and Carnival? Yes. Wow. Carnival is insane. Insane. Isn't there something with Carnival where you wear a different color shirt or a different color something to denote, like, I don't know if you're single or something or if you're looking or if you're, is that a thing? Some parties, some parties they do that, but not, not all of it. It's mostly like in Carnival is everybody's more like free and the, the parties are like, Every day, first of all, it was like 10 days of parties nonstop every single day. And you just, I, I was performing every day. Now that I'm, that I'm, I'm singer, wow. uh, my work is like, I perform every day. And like some concerts are like on the top of, a, of the truck mm -hmm. and they build, they build the, the, the stage on the truck and the truck just go, just goes all around the city. And we perform for like seven hours five, five to seven hours. In last carnival, I performed for seven hours and a half. Oh my God. And, uh, yeah. Nonstop, nonstop. Wow. Just yeah. Just walking through the cities and people just go following the truck. It's insane. How many times wow. do you end up singing girl from Rio on that truck in one day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we just lost it, but usually we repeat some tracks like, the best tracks, the tracks people like more, we repeat like 
four or five times, five times in, in, in a show when it's the seven, seven hour show. It's crazy. And we, we get really tired. And then the day next we go again, but people are never tired. Like for us, it's a little bit more because we are making people dance. We are singing, we are dancing and we're commanding the show, but like people are just having fun the whole time. It's insane. It's crazy. It's great. I miss it there. It's that been was, so long. It's on the bucket list. I feel like carnival is like, it should be something everyone experiences, but it's also, it's like a total culture shock. Cause it's really crazy. If you're not there with somebody from Brazil, you get lost in the sauce pretty easily. Yeah. I, I tell my friends always like, don't go with, without a Brazilian person with you. Make mm. sure if you're going, bring a Brazilian person because they're gonna make you really enjoy it. If you go and you're not and you're not with some local person, you're gonna be very lost and you're not gonna know how to enjoy it, like how to choose the, the nice place to enjoy it. So it's better to go with someone that, and then you go to the from to the safe places and you make sure you go to the better to the best parties. And the good thing about carnivals, like the, the parties, they are on street. So everything is on street. So. It's not like private parties that you need to get like the best spot and the best area to watch something or the best table or spending money or something. It's just like very open party and everybody can go. It's very, it's, it's very mixed. What's the craziest thing that you've ever seen at Carnival? Um... <laughs> this is about to get very not PG. Because Carnival's got some crazy stuff. So what time is it? So are we allowed? <laughs> yes, fully allowed. Okay, so I'm seeing people having sex in the middle of the crowd. Like, so I'm on a truck and people are following the truck. And then suddenly I look down and there are some people having sex there. Middle of everyone. It's just like very great. What? Like standing like with all the people like yeah. watching it? Like Yes. How? <laughs> I mean, just there, like, I don't know, in a wall or something. And I'm like, wow, this is savage. <laughs> and then there was a date. Uh, one guy stole a cell phone from a person that was, like, partying. And I literally said, like, I stopped my show because I'm, like, in the middle of the show. Okay, so I'm on the top of the truck. And I see this guy uh, stealing a, a cell phone from a girl and I saw his hair because his hair was like red and I saw him his head just going and the two women were like desperate like oh my god my cell phone my cell phone and then I stopped the music and I said like okay everyone let's just make a quick pause because something just happened here and I waited for the guy to get close to the security. And I said, because there was like street police and it was in the middle of the street. So mm -hmm. I said, okay, can, uh, can you please, uh, the police, get this guy with the red hair. And then the guy went, <laughs> and the police got him. And he was like, yeah, he has these girls' cell phone. And the girls were like, oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. 
And then they, they got the cell phone back and we kept the party going. That guy probably hates the song Girl from Rio now. Now he's like, <laughs> this is the worst. He probably hates me forever. <laughs> they were so desperate and I felt like I needed to do that. That's so awesome of you. That's great. Anita to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> this is Paris. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. 
comedian, writer and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Paris. So the song Girl from Rio, how personal are the lyrics and like how personal is that song to you? So this song is like, I wanted to bring my my culture, the culture of my country to the world. I feel like the last time we had like a momentum of Brazilian culture was during the Bossa Nova moment, this time that Bossa Nova was the, the, the thing for the country. And this song, The Girl From Ipanema, so many artists recorded and we decided to take this the sample of Girl From Ipanema and just make it a new version. And then uh, as Girl From Ipanema is talking about a touristic Rio, a touristic Brazil, uh, a kind of Brazil, a part of an image of Brazil that are more fancy and chic and rich, I decided to bring lyrics that talk about my personal life, like, or my perspective, Rio de Janeiro under my perspective, which is a little more, a little more like the hood version and uh, yeah, more like a reality, no filter version of it. Yeah, for those that don't know, why don't you describe what like a favela is? So favela is like these areas, uh, these community areas on uh, the, the humble and simple and like more poor parts of, of Rio, which like when you have a mountain, and a bunch of small houses, one on the top of each other. And a lot of people, millions and millions of people living in these communities that when you see like in some movies, you can see like the bunch of houses together. And we have a bunch of, a lot of culture there inside these places. It's very nice. It's very, I mean, I wanted to show the, the nice part of it. Of course we have like violence, of course we have the crime scene, scene, which is not nice, but we have a lot of great parts too. And that's what I wanted to show, like people having fun, people being creative and enjoying life without judging each other. I, I, I wanted to bring this to, to the song. Hmm. That's great. Yeah, you did. You killed it. I love all your new music videos, everything. You look so sexy and I love your style, just like all of your outfits and your costumes are just amazing. I actually contacted one of your designers because I saw you wearing this, that blue and white striped outfit. It was so cute. Blue and white, jeez, I don't remember. It was like crystallite. You looked so hot. Okay, 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 yes. Yeah, that was so nice. She's, she's from LA, Janelle. She's my stylist, I love her. Um, so I'm always, I, I like bringing to my videos and I like bringing the, to the image. I don't like doing the music videos just to have an image behind the song, you know, behind the track. I like to really bring some message around this. And then in this video, we brought a lot of women in powerful, like all types of beauties, all types of women of bodies. I like that. I like to give like um, 
representations to different kinds of people. I think it's very nice. Yeah, and your family was in the music video too, right? Yeah, so there was this crazy story about my family. When I was in the studio with Stargate, the, um, the producers that dated, <clears throat> so I was reading the news on my cell phone and I figured out I could possibly have another brother. And I was like frozen. I, I couldn't react anymore. And they were like, what is going on? Because it seems like you're not here anymore. And I said, so I just figured out that maybe I have another brother. And they were like, what? You should put that on the track. So what happened was my father, before he met my mother, he had like a one night stand, a, a, a situation with a girl. And he didn't know this girl got pregnant. And so he never saw her again. And she saw me and my father on television years and years, years and years after like, I think it was years, uh, three years ago. And he, she was like, she told his, uh, her, her son, oh my God, that's your dad. And that's how he figured out I was his sister. Wow. And yeah, that's insane. Looks like a movie. Uh -huh. it, it's because they saw my father on a, on a TV, on a TV show with me. And so these news got to the newspapers and then I figure out. And I loved it. I, I his best friends now. That's such Remember? a cool story. That's great. Your family must be so incredibly proud of you. Yeah, they are very, they're very happy. This brother of mine, he's, he became one of my best friends. I always wanted to have other big family. I love my love families. I love being around them. We're Brazilians, you know, we are like Latin people. We always like to be together. So I loved it. And he has a, he has a daughter. And he tells me that all family, when, when the daughter was, when his daughter was born and growing up, everybody was like asking themselves, like this girl, she was born like who? Like, she doesn't look like anyone. She, she dances, she, she's very, she has such a personality and she sings and she acts like she doesn't, she doesn't seem like everyone in this, any, anyone in this family. And then when they figured out I was the end, they were like, okay. <laughs> now, okay. <laughs> That's perfect. So do, you said you grew up in the favela and your dad also sold batteries or something. That was his job, right? Yeah. So car batteries. was it a super humble upbringing? Were you, yeah. when yeah, you, a very humble life, when you finally got, you know, your success and you got a little money, was that just like a huge shock to like you and to your family? And what did you do? So I started from the bottom. There was no like a click. Oh, now you have money. No, it was very hard, very tough. I needed to go like step by step. It was very difficult. So my dad in the beginning, cause I started really in the hood singing, like in this parties, they're not, you know, good old parties and sweet <laughs> situations. Like, and my dad used to say like, Oh my God, you studied so much for that. And for being here, staying in these kind of places, are you crazy? Blah, blah, blah. And then after, I don't know, <clears throat> a year or something, I started to make good money. And then he was like, oh, that's my daughter. I always support her. <laughs> I always thought you should be a singer. And I was like, oh, yeah. you never said that. You're insane. You always told me I shouldn't be there. You're crazy. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I 
always supporting you. Always, I always say you should be a singer. I'm like, dad, shut up. What are you talking about? My dad is crazy. He's always like that. He's always like, sometimes he comes to me and he's like, oh my God, daughter, you're so beautiful. I know how to make daughters. And I said, <laughs> dad, wake up. I have eight plastic surges in my face. There's no way that you're... <laughs> I'm not gorgeous because of you. <laughs> You're super open about that. Cause I saw you talked about that in another interview too. Why, what makes you want to be so open about all the plastic surgery? Oh, I don't care. I don't, I don't know how to lie. I'm terrible. I'm terrible keeping secrets. And, um, I, I don't, I don't think I should, I don't think I would be able to lie. Every time I need to tell I am, you can see my face is terrible. <laughs> So, and also I think maybe some people just watch us on the, on the internet and television and they are very like, I wish I was like that. I wish I looked like that. And I don't like, I want to just send a message like, okay, I didn't look like that. I just studied it and I made money and I changed it. And that's it. It's very possible. It's very touchable for everybody. Uh, I just prefer it, but I don't judge people that don't they're not open about it because it's very hard. You need to deal with all the critics and all opinions from people about it. So it's not, it's not easy for you to just show up and say the things you do because people are very judgmental. Mm. So I don't, it's admirable. It's good that you just can tell the truth and you don't care what people say and you look hot as AF can't say the word. (laughs) (laughs) One thing my dad said is like my butt is real like my body is real the only part is not as like my boobs was, it was very my tits were huge and i reduced it and but the rest is all, it's all real so my dad was like yeah but your body is insane and that's my blood and all that. <laughs> oh my god your dad seems awesome <laughs> my dad is a character he's crazy my whole family they are very they're very funny latin latin family yes I also I saw that you've been hanging out with my friend Lele Pons in Miami. Oh, I love her! Yeah, she's living here. Thank God. Now, right now she's in LA, but she's living here and she's one of my best friends. I love her and her boyfriend. They are the cutest couple ever. She's great. I love her. She's we met, so fun. Yeah, we met years and years ago, and she was so nice to me. And we just kept being best friends ever. I love her. She's just, I love her. I think she's just so down to earth and funny and just, I love just being around her. And Hannah stalking as well. Hannah is hilarious. (laughs) She's crazy. She's so crazy. I saw you guys at dinner at like Komodo or somewhere. She starts eating the pasta. I was dying in that video. (laughs) I was like, yo, (laughs) what are you doing? And and when she does these, these crazy things, everybody goes like everybody's staring at us <laughs> you're like i and don't like, know her it's <laughs> 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 very funny hannah and Lele, what a what a couple yeah what a duo <laughs> <laughs> when do you come to la next so i'm coming to la on the first because i'm uh, what am i doing oh i'm shooting for some uh, <laughs> magazine cover nice i forgot what i was doing and then right after I'm going to Brazil, um, 
I think this month is still, I don't know, maybe a come to my I mean, I don't, I actually, I'm not a person that, that's very, very updated about my, my own schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't actually know what I'm going to do. And I just, I just prefer to know on the day that I'm, that I'm doing like this today, we, our conversation, I figure out like two hours ago. Nice. <laughs> this is Paris. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to on purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. This is Seven Slitting Questions. Okay. Okay. I like the hesitation. She's not sure, and this is perfect. <laughs> what is your spirit animal and why? My st- my spirit animal? What is that? I don't know what is that. Like my spirit animal is like a unicorn. It's like whatever animal that you are. That represents and- your soul, your spirit. Okay, got it. I think, oh God, what? I think butterfly, cause it changes. Oh, but a butterfly da- dies right away, right? <laughs> Two weeks. But it's your, your spirit <laughs> animal, it's your spirit. So it could live forever. <laughs> okay, so a butterfly because it changes. Immortal butterflies. Got it. Okay, great. Loves it. What is the craziest rumor that you've ever heard about yourself? That I died and somebody (laughs) replaced me. That I I was another person that looked different and that was completely different. And somebody came that looked like a better version of me and took (laughs) to me and and is singing and living the life for me. People believe that? Some people. Oh my wow. god. Okay, that's one of the craziest rumors that we've you heard ever on the died show. online? Um I don't know if I've died. Yeah, maybe. People have said the weirdest shit about me, so who knows? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> what is the worst date that you've ever been on and why? Oh my god, wait. Oh. The worst day. Oh my God, I have so many. <laughs> I have so many terrible days. Oh God. Um, I think when I had a bad vibe of something that somebody put on my drink and I got the, I got the worst trip ever i wasn't used to anything and then this happened to me and i was like oh my god i i thought i was gonna die that's a horrible date that's (laughs) That's the worst date that was the worst day i've ever had Uh, terrible that counts brutal yeah jeez what is your top beauty secret beauty secret i have zero my beauty secret is like just just um my plastic surgeries because i don't do anything i don't take care of my hair i don't take care of my face i don't do anything i think i should start doing something because 
<laughs> I put so much makeup and, and stuff and I do so much stuff in my hair that maybe I should start taking care of it because I don't do anything. I don't work out. I don't eat healthy. I don't do anything. Yes. This is good advice for everybody listening. I, I don't think, work do out it. either and I don't eat healthy. Yeah, I don't know how the f both of you guys do that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> We can cut this part of the interview because people are like, oh my God, that's not a nice example. Whenever she feels just not nice, she does a plastic surgery. Wow. <laughs> I think it's good. It's real. Why not? I love it. That's terrible. I wonder if you were 60 and so 70. <laughs> Who is your first celebrity crush? My first celebrity crush, I think it was... Oh, you know the um, that series called Supernatural. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, there is the the two brothers. There's one Dean, Dean Winchester. That was my first. I was a teenager. I was like, love Dean Winchester. I don't even know nowadays the name of the. Is, is that Jared? Jared Padalecki, the brown hair. No wait. Or oh, the wait, blonde me... one. Let me see. I, I did think... that show, and I actually did a movie with. Jared, the brown-haired one. Is, did he play Dean? I don't remember. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Jen, Jensen Ackles. Oh, Jensen Ackles. Yeah, he's the so blonde the one. the other one. Yes. Interesting. Did that type hold true? Does your current boyfriend look like that or no? Nothing <laughs> <laughs> to do with that. <laughs> Yes. It's, it's, you know, taste change. I'm sure the per, I'm sure the current boyfriend's perfect. No, I don't have a taste. That's the thing. I don't have a taste. I go with anything. My friends call me. It's he needs to breathe and and speak and then, or not even speak. Maybe the person doesn't speak, but like it just needs to breathe and walk. Like it's be the person, not an animal. And then you go. It's if they don't speak, the good news is you can learn American Sign Language and then do your next song with that. So. If they don't speak, I can have a, I can learn a new, but new way of communication. It's fine. It's even better because they don't annoy me. Yes. Oh my god, I love this. All right, last living question. Okay. What is your sign, and are you like your sign? My sign is Aries. I hate it because. I think it's too explosive and I wish I wasn't that explosive. I wish I was like more chill. I wish I was Libra. I wish I was Aquarius. I wish I was, you know, anything but Aries. And my, my, my rising sign is Capricorn and my moon is Cancer. So it's very crazy. I'm crazy. I'm an Aries. I'm Aquarius. Oh, you see? Mm -hmm. it's the best aries is good don't doubt it in aries okay that fire comes with you know positives as well it comes with passion which i'm sure you have in abundance for your music for the relationships in your life yeah we are very loyal people that's nice and very true like honest people it's that's a good thing that is a great thing see aries mm -hmm. are the best <laughs> <laughs> That is the worst sign. And I'm just sitting here like, God oh, damn, that's me. Yes. Oh, God. I wish I was Sagittarius. That's great. 
<laughs> Listen, I just be proud to be an Aries and um, enjoy the explosiveness. But this was That's so what I have. I could accept it. <laughs> yes. This was so great. Thank you for talking with us. Yeah, thank, thank you, babe. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, guys. It was a pleasure. Keep killing it, gorgeous. Yeah, I hope to meet you guys in person, like, soon. I would love that. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.